there. I'm Gianna from Family Fun Twin Cities, and this is the Let's Go Do Fun Stuff show. My name is Kate Cooper. I am the Museum and the Education Director at Schubert Club, and we are today in the Schubert Club Music Museum. Um, and I'm going to show you a little bit about what happens in the music maker zone of the music museum. One of the icons of the music maker zone is this big cyclone of musical instruments. Um, we have collected musical instruments from around the world. Um, there's instruments on this cyclone that represent um, six continents of the world. And also, um, they represent every type of sound that can be made with musical instruments. And there's about 300 of them on this cyclone. And some of the, we just renovated this museum um, over the pandemic in 2020. Um, and our goal was to introduce more of the world instruments um, so that we could spread the, you know, music is a universal language, but it's happens all over the world. Yeah. So what are some of the more um, unusual instruments or that we wouldn't see as often here in the U.S.? Um, Hold on. What is that? This is called a serpent. Um, it's actually a uh, it's an instrument that was considered a brass instrument um, in America um, back at Civil War times. They would actually ride their horses in the Civil War and drag this behind them. Oh, my word. Um, it's kind of a signal to, to tell people the enemies were coming. Okay. Um, some of the more interesting instruments as well. Um, everybody's always fascinated that they consider conch shell an actual musical instrument. Um, like the Lord of the Flies. Exactly, exactly. I, the Indian Veena is that a really interesting one. It's the one with the two big oh, chords. Yep. Um, and then this, the one right next to it, um, so the Veena is from India, uh -huh. and this is a Chinese pipa, um, just a beautiful instrument that's been around for over 2,000 years. We wanted to find a way that visitors could interact with these some of these instruments on here. So um, an instrument or a, a visitor can come in and get a screenshot of this part of the tornado. Oh, nice. And everything with a circle is an instrument that they can, first of all, get a little bit of information about. Yep. And then they can actually hear what the pipa sounds like. This is the Chinese pipa I pointed out before. And then an even fun and extra is they can play along. Bring her up again. Very cool. So it's a really fun way to interact. And again, we try to represent um, at least one instrument, if not more, from every continent mm -hmm. um, and That's really so cross the, the cultures of the world. And then as a little um, added to that, um, and one of the examples that we pulled up was the Indian, the Veena. Mm -hmm. um, you can have an audiovisual experience and learn even more about the instrument with actual 
um, Twin City musicians. So this person lives in the in the Twin Cities. Nirmala Rajasakar. She lives in the Twin Cities. She's a Vina musician. And it's, this goes on, each one is about a minute long. Okay. But um, it's a really nice way to, to dig into and find out even more about these instruments and um, to see some of the artists that actually play them. Right. Um, as you can imagine, we, we bring in a lot of school groups. And mm -hmm. of course, we always try to give them a very brief music lesson um, okay. so that they can learn that sound is made in so many different ways on these instruments. And so these are our big educational panels where you can really get a feel for sound can be made by blowing, um, reeds into a mouthpiece or a, over a reed, across a reed, mm -hmm. um, stringed instruments, plucking, bowing. Um, so we usually have a little lesson in front of these boards oh, for about so five minutes just so they can kind of see, wow, all of these ways sound could be made. And also see that, you know, traditionally you think about um, brass instruments, um, mm -hmm. or we call them aerophones is their proper term. Okay. Um, that you blow through a mouthpiece, but all of a sudden they see this strange thing. And yeah. again, it's it's a really nice lesson on just how long these been a, have been around. Mm -hmm. And also they were made right from an elephant tusk, um, you know, that sort of thing. And in the Middle East. So what about this? This doesn't this look like, like a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like our string has come undone from oh. it. But basically it's, it's called a bull roar and um, it's an instrument that you take the string and you spin it over your head <laughs> and the sound of the buzzing sound that's created with that instrument. So it might not out. be you blowing, but there's air blowing through it's, it? It's air. Right? Okay. Air is creating the sound. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, one more thing. So we talked about sound being made by um, strings, the chordophones, or blowing the aerophones. There's also instruments that sound is made through electricity. So this is an example, it's, a it's called a theremin, and it's... Do people actually use this? They there are theremin performances. They can make music with them. Um, I am not that talented, but <laughs> um, it's all based on pitch. Pitch is changed by how close or how far or how up high you are okay. waving your hand in front of that antenna. Huh. So we are now in the whole percussion area of the Music Makers Zone. And again, we want our visitors to be able to experience playing these. Um, on this side, we have uh, percussion instruments, for, again, from all over the world that are typically struck okay. or shaken. Um, and in order to make it a little more fun, you can come over here and you can pick a certain rhythmic, um, rhythmic pattern that comes from different parts of the world. So I don't know, what, what would you like me to pick? Latin America, Spain? All right, and I'm just, I'm gonna go back for a second. Okay. Let's do the combination. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. 
our visitors to play along or they can jump over to our the conga no that's yeah conga oh right here nice we sometimes have 10 12 family members just hanging out here for hours playing along Yes, and this is, that, um, this is actually a chacon, yeah. It's, it's a percussion instrument also. Yep. I was going to say, don't they have different sounds? Nice. This happens to be the favorite spot of every visitor. Um, the big. Yes. My, uh, my office is directly above them. So when someone comes in, of course, they're mesmerized by the big, the biggest gong, and you can, I can feel it vibrating <laughs> all the way upstairs. <laughs> That's great. And we have, it's all played by numbers, so we have them numbered. So a group could actually sit down, everybody could grab a different instrument, and, and they sound it. like they, yep. What does the dot at the bottom mean? Like this? Oh, down down here I was looking for a dot. Um, those are held longer. So oh, okay. you just, yeah. You don't go ding, ding, you go ding, ding. ding. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then we have a, we have a video yep. of an actual gamelan orchestra. Wow. From Indonesia? They're actually local, but they... Okay. They dress the part. Yeah. So, so yes, the, the gamelan comes from Indonesia. Um, every gamelan orchestra has a different tuning. So okay. they, they can't, one down the street can't play with the other one because okay. they're wow. tuned differently. I had heard that. Is that what you did? So it's a great example. Unfortunately, theirs is tuned different than these. Yeah, so, you can't play with so, them. <laughs> you could, but it wouldn't sound great. It wouldn't sound great, right. Yeah. And this is only a partial mm -hmm. selection from a true gamelan orchestra. Usually gamelan orchestras have between 50 and 60 instruments wow. in them. And we do have the full Okay, you just have part of we it We just out. don't have enough room to put it all up. Right. This is actually a really, uh, we have families that come in and and certain kids will just run to this corner. This is their favorite Well, it's spot. quiet, right? Because everything here has got headphones, and so they can just sit and read right. their books. And a wonderful collection of um, kids' books that talk about um, some of the things they're going to see in the museum. Mm -hmm. um, some of the uh, musicians, famous musicians, composers, um, from historical times, from modern times. Um, again, we try to step into other cultures mm -hmm. from around the world. Um, Teresa Carreno mm -hmm. was from Venezuela. She was a pianist and she was a prodigy. I mean, she was playing impressively by the age of seven oh, or, wow. or five even. Um, but she came to America with her mother and she actually played the piano for President Lincoln. Oh, so, wow. Um, which I had never heard about, but it's a great story about her experience in America. Oh, that's so, so neat. 
thanks so much, Kate, for showing us around the museum. And we are looking forward to the next time we get to check it out, especially all those pianos. Family Fun Twin Cities provides a weekend family fun guide that divides into regions of the metro. We also have a highly curated calendar of the family fun you can find on any specific day. We have all the links available in the show notes if you are listening to the podcast or in the description box if you are watching on YouTube. And now it's time to highlight our weekend top three. The American Swedish Institute wanted to up its game for families with very young kids a few years ago and they have created an incredibly engaging program. Sit in the middle of the foyer for a story or activity, explore the castle, and make a craft. It's so fun, and I love to visit as much as the little guys do. Kids at the Castle is on Saturday, and it costs $15 per family. Family Jam is a new free program for kids and families at the Schubert Club Music Museum in St. Paul's Landmark Center, which comprises t- short 25 to 30 minute concerts followed by music museum activities, including hands-on instrument playing, instrument demonstrations, and musician meet and greets. All Family Jam concerts and music museum admissions are free, but registration is required. Winter wasn't so very wintry, it is still fairly drab, and our bodies probably still suffered from some atrophying. The best cure for this is for sure some movement, and inner city tennis on Nicollet Avenue in Minneapolis has that exact cure. Free tennis on Saturday afternoons. You can come on any Saturday that works for you, and it's for ages 3 through 18. And now, it's your turn to go do fun stuff! 